Okay, I'm recording. Uh, welcome to the Outreach Committee. It is, I don't know, February 21st. Is that Correct. right? Uh, this is Krista. Danielle. Adrian. And Sabina. <laughs> On the phone. Yeah. Uh, so this is my first meeting as the chair. Very exciting. Mm. Very exciting. Molly Crew. Um, <laughs> um, Adrian, can I ask, can I go into my notes? Like, can I go into another application on my phone while it's recording? Yeah. Okay. Press, like, some okay. <clears throat> so I feel like we have a couple of things to discuss. We never talked about our last welcome gathering, right? The one that... The one that three people showed up to? Yeah. There was three people there. There was a few people. Look at that guy. Waffles. We so had some delicious waffles. We had some delicious waffles. We had some delicious food. It was cold, right? It was cold. We took a walk that didn't end very... We didn't go very far. <laughs> uh, but I think that... So I think we'll have to do another thing to get ready for the 5K, yeah. another walkthrough, figure out that. Um, but uh, I know that Lauren said that she thought the welcome gathering would be more successful if it was after program. We'd have more people willing to stay um, than come on a weekend. Does anybody feel a similar way about that? I mean, you could also just have maybe sort of a sort of a sort of focused welcome gathering every now and then for specific kind of audiences mm. like you could have a welcome lunch like gathering during what you call program hours and mm -hmm. just have it as a, a sort of a place for people to hear more about it that could be one option and then you could have a welcome gathering at the you know Phoenixville Center on a Friday night for people who think this is where they are. That's their program. Uh, I'm just saying I think that would be an interesting way to look at it as, you know, and then maybe have common welcome gatherings once you sort of built your sort of community more. Mm -hmm. I have begun to really wonder what these welcome whom we're trying to welcome and why. Mm -hmm. And um, whether we are maybe looking in a direction that isn't super effective. I don't know how to put this best. I just, I just really question at this point why we even do welcome meetings um, or would be doing welcome meetings. Oh, wow. Ambulance. Um, and the reason for that is that it's the Sultan Association. I think many people working in and for and living in and being supported by Parcival really have begun to identify strongly with Parcival and um, the connection isn't obvious anymore. So I, my question is more is the, is the outreach function does the outreach function need to be rethought? Yeah, what's the purpose and the scope? Well, and yeah. is it is it the are like 
are we outreaching for the purpose of the Sultane Association, for the purpose of Camp Hill Sultane? The Sultane um, Parsival Complex? Yeah. Why is it for the Sultane Association? Is, I mean, isn't that like, isn't you, so there is no description of the outreach committee's work, right? That, that was not done by your predecessor. No, not so that I know your, of. Your task. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be one way before one, well, in the process of trying to figure out what is a, a, a meaningful, you know, gathering intention <clears throat> for the outreach committee, they should be thinking, well, what is their task? And I think my understanding is that it comes originally from what was going to be called the membership committee. And the idea of the membership committee, I believe, well, that's what it typically is in an association, is to, one, um, develop processes around membership. For example, should people pay their dues with a time bank dollar or a mm -hmm. sultane currency? Um, what sorts of benefits do you get from membership? Um, you know, uh, can we kick anybody out who's a member? Who gets to do that? How's that work? You know, as well as how, you know, if we get all these great processes and how to deal with all that, but there's like no new members, then you need to find a way to encourage either, in this case, um, you know, new voting members, which are engaged members who are birthright members in the sense that they are either working for Sultane Castle or living at, at, at campus or whatever. Um, or, um, yeah, other people who can become members, because part of the membership uh, thing here is, is that a person like you just walk past here could come in and say, hey, what's going on? And we tell them all about Sultane. They say, oh, that's amazing. How do I join? And you say, yeah. this way. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it sounds like, I mean, my thinking about it would be more that the welcome gatherings would be more events to invite people in to learn more not something that we have specifically geared towards bringing like parsable people in so who would do this what's this what's that that's the beginnings of the outreach committee charter that was started so 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 there was some work done before yeah sorry, sorry. i'd love to see that oh am i yeah okay so i'm sending the notes of the previous meetings what was started as the charter for the committee mm -hmm. and now I'm sending what we called at one point Sultane Association Welcome Packet. Yes. Which was meant to capture the history and the the story of Sultane and Parsifal, what all the buildings stand for, what you get as a at like for your membership. Mm -hmm. Um and it could be given to like new staff of both Sultane and Parsifal, of new day program participants of Parsifal, of people who are just interested in what is going on with Sultane. I mean, mm -hmm. That was the original idea, which it could be different. Yeah. But, but it really used to take its starting point. I mean, there was in the very first iteration we thought uh, we talked about chamber of commerce we talked about little businesses and that kind of outreach the second phase was really how do we ma 
managed to connect people in Percival to this activity. Um, and that's where we, I think, need to rethink again. We are now in a strategic planning process. There are visions out there for this campus and for um, Sultane. And it's really, it's really more a question, how do we now harness what this outreach activity can be? and can bring in and uh, yeah but I think in the service of the strategic thinking and visioning that is going on if that makes sense to others mm-hmm. yeah so <clears throat> say the 5k run yeah um, I think it probably almost connects more to people that are working or customers in the Sultan businesses in Phoenixville. And and obviously Percival people are, are invited, but that's maybe not the audience. Maybe not. I mean we just I'm thought just about having a, a, <clears throat> yeah, a I small think, K as well as a five K, right? Yeah, we talked about uh yeah, having like a five K for people that actually wanted to run a race yeah. and then like a shorter like one mile or like fun run kind of yeah. thing just but to also sort of say it that there will be a person i think still supported by possible who will win that 5k oh probably yeah what's his name again michael yeah yeah michael's a <laughs> he will win that 5K. very fast runner um yeah he's he's into it <laughs> but also um I know that this year we talked about it being pretty low key, just yeah. trying to figure out what it is and not collecting money and not having like a real, like if we had 50 runners or something like that, that'd be a lot to uh, manage, mm-hmm. especially something that's two yeah. months away. I think maybe that, this is more like a... No, we said May, but I don't know. I'm thinking... I think this might be a, an in-reach type activity at this point. Like yeah. maybe members and their guests rather than yeah. advertising it to the general public because I don't think we'll be ready for it. But I, that's my thing. I don't think so either because I'm more thinking that uh, of this almost like reeling it back personally because to get my mind around it, I want to read the charter and work on those kind of things and make it more of like a working group on these Thursdays of nailing everything down before we decide mm-hmm. on events where we're promoting something that we're not really sure what it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? You're being so level-headed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like trying to wrap myself around it too, like being new into this position and also relatively new in Sultane. I'm like, you know, it makes, <laughs> it makes more sense to figure out what we're doing before we make moves. Really? So, so I mean... I know, and that's confusing to me. <laughs> I support you, Krista. Okay. Maybe you're the person who's going to help Sultane evolve into a more... Don't let him do this to you. This is insane. Why? What am I doing I, right now? I, I mean... Like, reels you in. Well, you know, so like all of my background is in administration. I love that. Mm. I'm, I'm a very uh, organized really? list maker kind of lady. Oh. It's something that I really actually enjoy so i it's not far from that so what was that sabina i said that's handy that's good okay so 
uh, yeah, I want to read that charter and maybe we should also, we talked about in the core group, the identity statement. Yeah. Maybe that's something we could talk about next week. I don't know. Or in two weeks? In two weeks. Are we meeting next week or? Well, so this was rescheduled from last week. So if we want to change it going forward, that's fine with me. If that works for everybody else. I'm fine. I don't care. We can meet next week. That's what we have um, on the calendar. Next week, I won't be able to get anyway. That's um, not that I am. Actually, you won't be able. Uh, what time is this? One. Possible. No, that's Friday. But next next week at two, there's a possible board meeting which you would typically be attending. Okay. Well, then let's go every other week from now. If that works. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Communications is such a bad time to. But we can do that from here. Okay. So maybe, maybe the uh, 5K is something we can do internally for May, but really, yeah. really small. I think it's uh, I think it's really a case of it might be that we just the usual suspects do a do a run around just to see what it feels like, you know. And, yeah. You know, I I I I think it, well, let's just say when uh, what's her name again? Lauren shows up again. What's her name? Because she's like it's it's her initiative, so we shouldn't just kill it when she's not here. Yeah, I'm not saying we should kill it. It's a joint initiative, right? Yeah, it was yeah, something that we talked like, about if together. We have, if we have a thing where we, like we did before, hey, it's a welcome gathering, and we make a little flyer and give it to the houses, like, hey, it's 5K, and whoever shows up, shows up, and if it's really awesome and we decide that we want to have an actual 5K that's open to the public and we get all our ducks in a row, like, who's to say that it can't happen in September? We don't necessarily have to wait until next year. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Practice 5K. Yeah, I haven't I've practiced in a long guys. time. Been training, ready to go. Yeah, I want to. Wow. I, I need a reason to start running again. Me too. This weather has been appalling. It's been terrible. <laughs> Rachel's sick again, by the way, everybody. Oh no. Oh. Not good. Tell me about it. I had a whole week of having. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife. <laughs> I do really. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I hate winter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm over it. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> well then I think uh with we I'm gonna visit the uh charter this week and think about that. And there was a conversation about paying dues with sultanes. At the core group, mm-hmm. last last uh, core group meeting, I have written down. So that's something we could put in our we could deal with when we do the charter as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm basically, thinking. you have this charter, and um, the the first. I mean, this is a draft that somebody did. First, it's just the mission of the whole association. Then you've got the role and uh, then the role of the chair, right? And the first bit that somebody wrote, wrote was to create and maintain expectations for voting and non-voting members of the association. And then I just added to it, because it's in the association charter, including but not limited to membership dues, 
that, uh, uh, that is the amount and the payment thereof, because that is a specific function given to this group to determine how do people contribute to the association to demonstrate that they are engaged sufficiently to be either a member or a voting member. And how do they do that? Yeah. The suggestion I've made in that meeting was to do it not with the Phoenix Will Time Bank dollars, which are the current way, which nobody does. Um, you know, rather than, I mean, you could just do it like, you could say everybody has to pay $25 a year. That could be a way. Mm -hmm. Or it could be that everybody has to, I don't know, clean the toilets in the Whitson Hall once a year. That's a way. Probably a good way. Yeah, that is Or you can do saltanes, which could be like, actually, I can't do the cleaning for the hall uh, because I always have something else to do, but I did something else and I can give the saltanes that somebody else, uh, you know, easily can clean the hall with those saltanes because they need them for paying the rent. Isn't, isn't Patrick engaged in setting this up and figuring this out? Uh, he's one of the people, yes. Okay. I think though the the point for this group though is to, in my opinion, well it's not in my opinion, it's in the, the charter, is to set the dues and to, if there's going to oh. be, a yeah, if there's going to be a difference as to which type of way to pay them, then it's this group that uh, uh, makes that suggestion, I think, you see. Okay. Um, and is the expectation that only voting members pay dues or that everyone pays dues? Because obviously we're not going to Well, no. It's only, yeah. only voting members. Voting members. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I shared the Sultan Association charter with you in case you don't have it. Thank so you. You can refer to that. Can't wait. You're going to work. I had brought up in a, quite some core meetings ago to, I mean, I, I think we're going to address this, Krista, when we work on our mandate or refresh the mandate or whatever you want to call it, but to really rethink what kinds of committees the association actually needs mm -hmm. um, and, not, and not just build onto something that's now lived a year and a half and done what it's done um, so so I would suggest we, we comment it really I think the outreach committee will be needed a members members committee um, will be needed nominating committee will be needed but but it's not clear to me that all our current committees should go forward so to take a real fresh look at it I think would be good Okay. <clears throat> well, that would maybe be also a good time to, um, you know, look at the um, bar, at the charter as well, and see if there's anything we've learned in the last year and a half. Yeah. Okay. That sounds exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like a lot of work, but good work. Yeah. So are we going to do the identity statement in two weeks? Yeah, I think we should work on the identity statement. 
Cool. Yeah. I had mm -hmm. it in my bag. <laughs> I was going to bring it along for today, but uh, sorry. Um, okay. Maybe, could I... Do you remember when Rachel sent around this one podcast? Mm -hmm. Also weeks and weeks ago? Months ago. Months ago. And I, I think I resent the link. I When I listened to it, I found it actually relevant to... Um, say the association idea and work and revisiting but but maybe it'll also hold some interesting bits for us is that okay if i resent that sure yeah okay um so i just was reading the charter and i want to correct myself so the the membership committee decides what currency the jews are paid in but the core group every year at the beginning of the fiscal year sets the amount. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the fiscal year probably is the 1st of July. So, yeah, let's. Uh, I'll double check that too, but I think um, if it is that, we should um, before then decide one, how do people pay, and two, how much. Okay. And this group is supposed to be the group that makes the. Uh, um, recommendation. Let me see. Uh, is it recommendation? Uh, yeah, that almost sounds like an economic committee. No, it says specified. <laughs> so this group, somehow, I would say through your voice, specifies mm -hmm. the the form of payment. The core group will decide whether it's one saltine or one Phoenix dollar or whatever it is, or one US dollar or fifty. Okay. <coughs> so if you want to change that, you need to change the bylaws. <laughs> Sorry, charter. If you want to change the charter to call bylaws, I stop calling them bylaws. You can do that too. <laughs> <clears throat> the other thing is, you're supposed to tell the secretary who the members are because she is supposed to be the. The, the secretary usually is the person who is the, <clears throat> the, the, the final say as to whether someone is or isn't a member. Okay. But this group somehow is, uh, says here also something like. Um, what does it say? I'm going to share one. You're going to get back to your email and be like, what happened? I'm <laughs> all, sending I asked for a lot of these things. All so. people who apply for, who are accepted by, and who are not removed by the membership committee, um, and who are notified to the secretary, are members. So okay. say this group says, you know, to be a, a, a voting member or a member, say a person walking on the street says, how I join, and, and this group says... Hey, you need to one pay ten saltanes. Three, you need to believe in the cause of Camp Hill saltane. And three, you need to show up for five meetings a year. Um, then, uh, and if someone says I've done all that, uh, then the secretary is the person who decides is that true or not. Have they done what we, or you, or this group has specified as the as the criteria? Okay. So that if you're wondering who who decides whether they showed up to five or three meetings, it's mm -hmm. not you. Great. Maybe just to say, we probably should pick up that thing also one more time in in the core group because Krista is not at all the committees. But if somebody showing up for three committee meetings or four, um, that that also um, makes them eligible to be members. So 
so I think everybody needs to keep an eye out who who um, would be eligible and not just the outreach committee. But it is, it's the secretary, not the outreach committee. The point is, some there needs to be some instance that is the final arbiter of who is or isn't a member because yeah, otherwise, yeah. otherwise you have a, 10 different people saying 10 different things and that's currently the secretary who is Lauren Prince. Yes, yes, she's the one who keeps the book, but I think every chair of every committee is um, needs to have an eye out and not just yeah. this committee. We are not the collector for everything to hand on to Lauren. We are we are just one committee among currently four that that needs to do that job. Maybe we should have this conversation at the core group meeting. We have, um, I just now again shared another document. It's a spreadsheet called Sultane Association. And the way we have tracked who the voting members are is on a tab. It's the very last tab called voting members okay. on this spreadsheet. Yeah. So it has happened. It's not like this is a new thing that needs to happen. We can revise it and update it because it probably hasn't been reviewed in a while. But one of the things we could talk about is the expectation that chairs need to be keeping notes of their committees, of their committee meetings that show who was present um, and who sent apologies and that sort of thing so that we can see who is participating in meetings rather than just thinking that different people have an eye on it. Like there's an actual process we'll for have it. To listen to a whole bunch of yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are a bunch of tabs on this spreadsheet that say, you know, state committee, economic committee, the membership committee actually has a link to the spreadsheet that we use for the outreach committee meeting. So it's it's there for the outreach committee. Yeah. Nice. The administrators are on it. <laughs> oh man. It's out of date, though. So oh, well. yeah, who is <laughs> this has Emma as a member of the outreach committee. <laughs> but who is actually, um, is it your document? Who, who, whose document is that responsibility? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's mine. Well, it's I mean, I, I created it. Well, it could no, be. No, Sabina's the owner. Oh, there yeah. you go. Which actually makes sense, because you're the chair. Yeah, I would have thought, I would have thought the person with the oversight of the whole should be chair, maybe supported by you. You put the tab in, um, Danielle. This is the big Google Doc Sultan uh, Association with all kinds of tabs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, outreach committee, membership committee. Yep. Do you feel like you have a sense of what you're doing here? Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're, we're to get a sense. But, but I, I'm just interested to know what, like, with looking beyond all of the rules and regulations, what would be your sense of why you think this committee should exist and why you're into it? What's what's your sort of? You don't have to give me a long answer, but I'm just wondering: is it because you think that Sultane should have more people involved, or Parcel should get more involved, or? I think just the idea of, you know we're an integral part of the Phoenixville community. Why shouldn't Phoenixville be part of the Sultane community? So I think that if that's parsable or parsable, you know, participants, or if it's just more people 
walking off the streets and coming to an event or knowing more about Sultane, not through specifically one of our social enterprises, like that's something we could offer. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I would be interested to invite you as the chair of the committee to maybe um, have a specific time to come to Soul Kitchen. Cause there are a lot of people now. That would be great. I know that you, yeah, you used to come because you had Thursdays and Fridays not out, and now you're there. So yeah. I would like to find a way to get you to come just to sort of check out these people who are potential members. Mm-hmm. Yeah who, you know, either potential members or potential friends. That's another thing. It might be that we want to, you know, like the Salt, like the Campbell Association, create like sort of other versions of membership, like sponsor, like supporting members as opposed to real members. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just to kind of broaden it out a bit so that people don't have to feel like, because at the moment you're either a, I call it a birthright member, i.e. you work for Saltane or you live somewhere or possible. If you're a person on the street, you either have to become a full member or you're not, you can't be part of it at all, which I, I wonder whether that might not be something to think about to say that you can kind of be on the mailing list and be part of the community in a way, but you don't get to vote because you haven't engaged sufficiently, but that doesn't mean we don't care about you. Mm-hmm. But there, there might just be too much to ask them to become like, what most of the people who are birthright members don't manage to do, which is become a voting member, if you're just a person who is interested but doesn't want to commit fully. So that's, yeah. that's kind of a suggestion for the bylaw review. Mm-hmm. I, I very much like this idea. Also, Soul Kitchen is a hub for these kinds of things. I mean, people that start regularly contributing, Adrian, to the Soul Kitchen food production um, come to mind as well. Mm. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing I, I think is, is fascinating is that when I joined, uh, you were there actually, when I joined the, the Time Bank, it was at Orion. Yeah. And uh, I don't know whether it's okay for me to say this, and I am on podcast, so it's Kind of questionable, but I, I'm beginning to feel almost like Orion is the neighbor of, of Sultane in many yeah. ways because they are. I just think I, I, I would be surprised if we didn't develop uh, something more, not necessarily formalized, but something a little bit more even than we're doing now because they are. I, I have like a lot of interactions with a lot of people, both staff, volunteers, and clients if that's what they're called. I mean, it also would be great, and I don't know whether it makes sense, but but with Rachel's internship there at... uh, uh, Yeah, um, there's there's another adjacent organization, if you like, that uh, seems to connect in some way more than we used to be connected to it. Yeah. The other group that I'm I'm trying to get various people to connect to is the uh, Anne's Heart. Yeah. Have you heard of them? Yeah. Um, I think that the, that's uh, it's almost like oh let's start the community coalition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, which I think is Orion 
colonial. Anyone know? They're like oh, next door no. here. I know. Why? Yeah. All I'm saying is, I, I, I can imagine Anne's heart. You know, us. You know, I, I, I won't comment on Pax. I think Rachel should do that. But uh, you know, it could be that the Community Coalition is a group to to engage with to find out what's going on there because. The Colonial is certainly, I've met with the Colonial uh, Executive Director not so long ago, and he's really into community building. So I would be interested to uh, relate to them somehow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that sounds okay. good. Anything else? Concerning that, I think otherwise I have to uh, leave soon. Really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> but I think that if we meet two weeks from now, we'll work on our identity statement and start our working group for the yeah working group for the charter. charter. I think that sounds good. Do you have a personal preliminary sort of feeling about whether you think we should change Jew? Uh, Jews currency options. Sorry about in, in Australia you say Jews. And I think you say dues here, right? Yeah. Definitely dues. I know. I'm so sorry, but I, I was brought up this way. I, I I cannot help it. Uh yeah, it doesn't I mean, I didn't even know that the time bag was still a thing. Oh, it's a thing. So I would say that anything that is going to be more efficient uh might be good i mean it, i don't know it seems like if i didn't even know that that was a thing but i've heard of the sultanes and those kind of things that maybe that would be better because it's also easier managed if we don't have somebody who's gonna manage well, you know say, we talked about like volunteer management and those kind of things yeah. this way if people have them then they have them it's not there's no like they just need to figure it out and, and set up they just need to do it and any excuses yeah. is just in my opinion kind of laziness but anyway anyway yeah so i think definitely think <laughs> it's something to explore maybe it something could be could... sultanes and or volunteer hours to sultane yeah for people who don't want to get involved in the cryptocurrency world they haven't well sultanes is, uh, just so it's clear you, there's no requirement to use the app i mean it's uh, where we're on the verge of i mean actually Lauren's already printed out like about. That's right. They were I here. I think about sixty dollars worth of sultanes, if you think of it as a three dollar a sultane thing, and there is a blackboard at Salt Kitchen, which is the, uh, the blackboard ledger. Mm. So there are, uh, we've already created derivatives for sultanes somewhere. There. Maybe maybe as a way to think about it, I would very strongly support switching over and not working on two or three different systems of dues, um, switching over to the Sultanes, um, partially because it's just a practice ground. This will, in general, not go away. It's, it probably will gain more and more traction as the years go on. I mean, cryptocurrencies per se, and uh, I, I think it's a good practice. Well, that's part of the idea behind the Sultans, is it's, it's, it's a combination of different things, but one of them certainly is to get people more used to something that if they have even like a year or two sort of advantage on some other people, they might, you know, 
when it comes crashing in on them, be ready for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if it doesn't, then hey, it's like BMX. You learn how to do it. You know, it's or yo-yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thank you for your uh, time. Yeah, thank you guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks, everybody.